there, I'm Kathy, and I help busy, high-achieving female business owners over 40, just like you, create simple daily habits to increase energy and grow your profits. So welcome to the Fun Over 40 podcast. I know that you do not have the energy or interest to track all of your calories or macros, and you just want to be more present in your daily life. You want to feel confident to work on your business and do the things you love, but instead you're feeling overwhelmed and you're giving up. So we're going to talk about the ways that you can make baby steps toward meeting your goals. I've got a master's degree in exercise science, and I've been in the field of health and fitness as a health coach, personal trainer, and a small business owner for over 20 years. I have spent all of those years helping people just like you figure out how to fit it all in and meet your health and fitness goals. I've also had to learn how to do it myself. So tune in and let's learn how to get small habits working for you in your everyday life. Hey guys, it's Kathy. Welcome to the Fun Over 40 podcast. So today we're going to talk about habits. You know, we hear a lot about habits lately. I think they're kind of a buzzword, although, I mean, habits have been around for a long time, right? But how can we really use habits to make positive changes in our lives, especially when it comes to health and wellness, right? Because that's what I am here to talk about. So how are they important in meeting your health and wellness goals? And what kinds of habits are the best to work on to really see that needle move? So what are habits? Habits are just things that we do every day without thinking about it. And according to researchers at Duke University, habits account for about 40% of our behaviors on any given day. So we have good habits, right? And we have bad habits. And habits really inform the person you are. So I don't really love to label anything as good or bad, but that's the way people just tend to look at habits, right? Some are good and some are bad. Some are positive and some are negative. Maybe that's how you want to look at it. But habits are created over time, right? So we can create habits without thinking about it. You know, I'm sure some of you can think about a habit that you have, And you really don't even know how it happened. (laughs) Unfortunately, I think that tends to happen more with bad habits, right? Versus good habits. Um, Or we can make a concerted effort to create habits. And I think, again, often our bad habits are sort of automatic. And our good habits, we really have to work to create. Luckily, If your goal is maybe to break a bad habit, what we do often is try to replace that with a good habit. It's hard to break a bad habit, let's say like smoking is a perfect example, and not put something in its place. So maybe you start chewing gum. Maybe you start, you know, doing jigsaw puzzles. Maybe you start walking. Um, I mean, theoretically, you could put another bad habit in its place, right? Like maybe you start eating a bunch of jelly beans. <laughs> I would argue that eating jelly beans is probably still healthier than smoking. Um, but the goal would be to replace that bad habit with a good habit, right? So here's the thing, creating, like, why are we even talking about this on a podcast that's focused on women, high-achieving women business owners or female business owners. 
Creating healthy, positive habits is really the secret sauce for meeting your goals. And you may know this um, because you probably create habits in your business. I know I have. I mean, I can speak to that personally. Like, I have an amazing business coach, and she's all about, like, planning your day, planning your week, planning your months, um, and what are your goals, and let's break those goals down into you know, daily and weekly steps, right? Which is kind of like a habit um, in order to meet them. So you can think of your healthy habit goals the same way. You can really change your life by changing your daily habits, right? So I'm going to say that again. You can, because I want you to really think about that. So if you haven't really been paying attention, you can really change your life by changing your daily habits, So one thing I'd caution against, though, when you're working to create new habits is I want you to be realistic, okay? So consider the habit you want to create and then break that habit down into baby step habits or daily goals. Okay, so I'll give you an example. Let's say that you are not exercising at all right now and you want to start exercising. So this is one that maybe a lot of you guys can relate to because, again, when you own your own business and you're a high achiever in your business, a lot of times your health, your health falls by the wayside, right? Like all the time that you're spending or all the time that you have extra outside of, you know, maybe having, you know, working, you know, having a family, being a mom, being a wife, whatever, um, you, you spend on your business, not your health. (laughs) So, and I actually just recently started working with a client who is totally in this situation. She owns her own business. It's been very successful business for her. She's a mother. She's a wife. As soon as she gets up and gets her son ready for school and gets him off to school and her husband goes to work, she starts working and she wants to work out at that time. She has a great home gym. She could easily take 30 minutes to exercise, but she just goes straight to work. So this would be totally applicable for her. Okay, so we want to start exercising. Back to back to our fictional high-achieving woman who wants to start exercising. So what I often find is that people tend to do what they think they should do, or their goal is whatever is recommended. So for example, the American College of Sports Medicine and the American Heart Association, they all recommend 150 minutes per week of cardiovascular exercise and at least two days a week of full body strength training. So 150 minutes a week of cardiovascular exercise is 30 minutes five times a week, okay? So that's all great and wonderful, but if you're new to exercise and your goal out of the gate is to meet those recommendations, I hate to break it to you, but you're most likely going to fail. (laughs) And I say that with love because I've seen it happen like over and over and over again. And you can really think about like the first of the year, right? New Year's Day, maybe maybe not on the day, but right around the first of January, Folks are super gung-ho about getting healthy, right? And so typically what happens is, and it's just because they're, they're excited, you know, and that's, that's great. We want excitement. But typically they create a goal that is just not realistic at all. They bite off way more than they can chew. 
And then what happens, you know, I'm going to go to the gym every day of the week. I'm going to go to the gym for an hour before work. I'm going to start getting up at 4 a.m. And I'm going to go to the gym, you know, all the things, right? (laughs) And then they're not successful. And then they say to themselves, you know, we love all this negative self-talk, but it's, I knew I couldn't do that. Why did I even try? It's never worked for me before. And they give up. You know, it's this cycle. Instead of creating a more realistic goal that they could actually achieve so that they feel good about themselves. And then that creates that snowball effect, right? Of like, oh, I achieved something. Look at me. I'm so proud of me. And then maybe after a month of achieving three times a week of a 30-minute walk or whatever your goal is, then you feel good and then you're ready to add a fourth day, right? So you really want to take that big goal and break it down into much smaller daily and weekly goals. So honestly, if you want, let's say you want to walk for exercise, going back to our hypothetical. So goal one might actually be just making sure you have everything you need. Because if you're going to go for a walk and you haven't bought a pair of decent sneakers or walking shoes or tennis shoes in like three years or longer, then you're going to go for a walk and your feet are going to hurt. So let's make sure we've got a decent pair of walking shoes. Do you have a water bottle you could take with you, especially if it's hot outside? Do you have comfortable clothes that you want to walk in? If you're a lady, which you probably are if you're listening to this, do you have a decent sports bra? <laughs> That's really important. So start there. Like, do I, ha- do I have all the equipment that I need? Um, next, so let's say you start there, and that's, that's goal number one, right? Like your first week or longer might be like finding a pair of shoes. Now, don't research it to death, okay? So some of you guys get into that. Just go get yourself a pair of shoes. We're not walking a marathon here. We're going to walk like 30 minutes, okay? So it's okay. Just go get, go try on a couple pairs of shoes and go for it. Doesn't have to be, don't make it, don't make it harder than it needs to be. Don't get, don't get in your own way, right? Okay, so next the question is, okay, where are you going to walk? Do you have a walkable neighborhood? Do you own a treadmill? You know, I had a client once who would go to Home Depot when they opened early in the morning. I think Home Depot opens at like six or seven in the morning and would just walk up and down the aisles because it was safe. You know, it was, if it was still dark outside, let's say it was obviously lights were on in Home Depot. (laughs) So you might have to get creative and make sure you have a plan B, by the way. So if you're planning, if your only option is to walk outdoors and it's raining or snowing or whatever, do you just not walk or do you have a plan B? So just make sure you have options. That's just a little tip from years of experience. You know, you want to have some options. Don't don't just... Now, unless, you know, the treadmill, if you have a treadmill and that's what you plan to do, then you probably don't need another option from that. But if your plan is to walk outdoors, you definitely need a plan B for that. You know, like if you're planning to get married outdoors, it's good to have tents on order, on standby, right? Just in case. And then ask yourself this question. How many days are realistic for you to walk per week? Maybe it's just one. Like if you look at your schedule, and yes, it is going to take some shifting. Okay, we have to go into creating this new habit, especially since it's a new habit of exercise. It's going to take some time. 
But, um, so you are going to have to make room for it. But be honest and say, where can I find some room? You know, is it one day a week, two, three days a week? You know, push yourself a little, but be realistic. And, and consider a few things. Like maybe there are some things that you do right now that you could do while you're walking. So maybe you like to listen to podcasts. And you could do that while you're walking. Maybe you have to, you know, return client phone calls or, or phone calls of whatever kind. You could do that while you're walking. You know, I like to take my time when I'm walking to either listen to a podcast or I might take that time to call people, call friends that I'm trying to, you know, stay in touch with, call my family, that sort of thing. So think about ways that you could utilize that walking time if you need to. Obviously, you're welcome to just have quiet time. Great. No problem. Okay, so again, we want to think about how long is each walk going to be? And again, be realistic. If you haven't been exercising regularly, don't start with an hour, right? Like maybe it's 15 or 20 minutes. Maybe it's one lap of your neighborhood or down to the stop sign and back, whatever. In the beginning, we're just trying to create the habit. So just think of it that way. Don't be as focused on, like I said before, it has to be X number of minutes per week, or I have to walk a certain speed and really get my heart rate up, or I have to walk a certain number of minutes. We're just trying to create the habit of walking and exercising. And then once you have the habit, we can add on to that, right? Like we can add on minutes, we can speed up, we could add another day, right? But initially we just are trying to create the habit. So then when will you walk? Are you gonna get up early and walk before work? Are you gonna walk on your lunch break, after work? Or maybe it's different every day or every week. So just how you might sit down on a Sunday and plan your business week, right? Like you look at your schedule, you might write down your um, appointments, you might write down your goals, what you need to get done each day or want to get done each day, you know, as you work towards um, your business goals. Think of your health goals and your health habits the same way. Look at your week. Where is there a pocket of time? Once, two times, three times, whatever your goals are for that week to exercise. It might be the same every week. Again, like my client I was talking about before, her goal was to get her son on the bus and then immediately come inside and exercise. So for her, that ends up being around 8 a.m., Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's her goal. We're just starting, so we'll see how that works for her, but that was her goal. Now, you might work full-time and have a side hustle and have kids in soccer, and maybe sometimes you travel with work and sometimes you don't. I mean, who knows, right? So you might need to look at your schedule each week, and maybe one day this week it's going to be at lunchtime. One day you're just going to have to get up earlier and do it, and one day you can do it after work, whatever. And that's fine. Go ahead and plug that in to your calendar. Um, you know, again, just like you would work stuff, doctor appointments, meetings, you know, plug in your activity. So you can see how one goal, just one goal (laughs) of I want to start exercising 
turns into multiple small daily and weekly goals slash habits to help you be successful so that you can actually get results, move towards your larger goal of becoming a regular exerciser, of that being part of your identity. I walk regularly or I exercise regularly. It's who I am. It's part of my identity. That's really the goal, right? Because once it starts to become part of your identity, part of who you are, that's when we're in the habit sweet spot. (laughs) That is when you walk, you exercise regularly, excuse me, because that's just who you are and you don't have to think about it as much. Now, I will say, I have exercised for as long, honestly, as long as I can remember. I'm 46 years old. I, I, I can't remember ever not exercising. Um, and I still schedule it every week because I have a full-time job. I have a business on the side. I have a husband I like to spend time with. You know, there's other responsibilities. There's travel. So every week it looks a little different because I work hybrid with my full-time job. So some days I drive to the office, some days I don't. And I have learned just through, you know, being aware and paying attention that the days that I have to drive into the office, are I'm not as active on those days. So I try as best I can to get my exercise in on the days that I'm not driving into the office. So that's just a little personal anecdote that might help you. So the value of breaking down a big goal into doable daily habits is huge. You actually will have success, hopefully, right? Knock on wood, and feel good about yourself and keep moving forward. And here's the thing I recommend. At the end of each week, you know, maybe you're working with a coach and you're checking in. So that's kind of the beauty of that accountability and that coaching They can help you pivot, or you can do it on your own, or you have a friend maybe you're doing this with, or a spouse. You know, look at your week, you know, just like you're sitting down on Sunday to plan the future week, look at your previous week and say like, okay, my goal was three days a week of walking on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Did I do that? If not, why didn't I? What got in the way? How can I make adjustments? Minor tweaks, right? Like nothing crazy, so that I'm successful. So just doing that each week and just tweaking, don't beat yourself up. That's not going to get you anywhere, right? Progress over perfection. And we say that and it's totally cliche, but it's so true. It's just keep moving forward. So maybe it was only two days a week, but guess what? The week before that, it was zero days. So two days is more than zero days. One day is more than zero days. So be proud of yourself, but also be honest with yourself, make adjustments. So again, baby step goals versus picking a goal that's too big, failing, getting in that cycle of saying to yourself, I knew I couldn't do it. And then you quit. And you're literally in the exact place a year from now as you are today. So how is that really helping you? So again, I know the baby steps, (laughs) I get it. They are not sexy but they move the needle. And you probably have proof of this in other areas of your life. I mean, think about when you went to college or high school, whatever. When you start as a freshman, there's all these classes you have to take to graduate, right? And you have an advisor, hopefully. (laughs) Um, 
and you sit down and you start to map out, okay, what do I have to do my very first semester? Great, check, check, check. What do I do my second semester? Check, check, check. And then all of a sudden, you're done with your freshman year. You are 25% of the way through to graduating. So just think of it that way. You know, yes, it's a big, hairy, scary goal if you just think about, oh my gosh, I have to take 500 classes to graduate. It's not really that many, but you know what I mean. In four years, you just, you go slow and it's just one class at a time, or maybe, you know, it's three classes at a time each semester or something like that. And you have a guide, you have your advisor, who's basically your coach, right, (laughs) to get you through. So it really kind of shows you the value of possibly working with a health coach, not just for accountability and support, but to help you really talk through that big goal and break it down into daily habits that make sense for you. Because everyone's life and schedule are different. I have been a health coach for over 15 years. Every time I pick up the phone, it's a new person with a different life and a different story and a different schedule, right? So what works for you may not work for the next person. And small tweaks are always needed. And that's okay. That's totally part of the process, right? It's not like week one, you're just going to have perfect. If so, you, <laughs> you probably aren't in the predicament to begin with, right? So it's totally normal. So if working with a health coach sounds like something you could use and working with a health coach who gets where you're coming from, you know, busy, high achieving woman, business owner, got lots of moving parts, spinning lots of plates. And you're thinking like, and you're kind of losing yourself, at least the health part of yourself in the process. You know, it's important, but maybe you just don't know where to start. Cause I get it. There's a lot of information out there too. And it's hard to know where to start and what's going to move the needle. Just shoot me a DM. On, on the gram, baby. Shoot me a DM. We'll just set up a time to chat. I don't, I don't have a Calendly link for you right now. Just DM me. We'll set up a time to chat. Um, also, you'll see in, the, um, in my link tree, in my Instagram bio, there's a link to sign up for my next six-week accountability group called Energy Boosters. I'm super excited about that. Um, and the idea with that is it's a group of women who are all in a similar boat. You know, we're not in the exact same boat, but we're in a similar boat and we can support each other with the basically the guidance of me as a health coach and I can help all of you guys together. So I'm excited about that. So anyway, I I hope this helped a little bit, helped you maybe with that progress over perfection issue that a lot of us struggle with, maybe a little help with how to break down a big goal into baby step goals and why you would want to do that. And like I said, if you have any questions, shoot me a DM. Would love to help. Have a great rest of your day and we'll talk soon. Bye guys. Thanks so much for listening to the Fun Over 40 podcast. It means so much to me to have you here. So go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And you can also find me at www.kathymeadfronheiser.com. That's where I'll put show notes and you can see all the ways to work with me, including my free five-day protein challenge. Look forward to seeing you there.